coming at you live from another virtual world episode 11 of rts my name is jake and today we are all together unfortunately not in the same room but in my upper left uh zoom corner i've got david <laughs> and in the bottom i've got wayman wow isn't that sad that's kind of sad when you say it that way <laughs> my boys i'm so stoked about this episode so in this one we're trying to go a recap of all of 2020 and all of the episodes we recorded and call this one the end of our season it's like our season finale before we uh start getting into season two in 2021 mm. isn't that crazy that we've i was thinking about that the other day and i'm going man it's already been a year of this podcast because i think the first one we recorded in december yeah of last year which were obviously like two weeks away it's already been a year of recorded therapy sessions wild I feel oh like we gosh. should I feel like we should have planned this out better and had some <laughs> celebratory drinks, like a little pour of whiskey or something oh, for everyone, or you know, like to to commemorate this. Yeah, but, maybe revisit the uh Korean fried chicken and Dovaki that we had oh, like, for the, oh, the very man. first time that we recorded. Here, we'll just use current events as an excuse. Had, had it not been for current events, that's what we would have done, but exactly. we can't. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Man. Wow. Okay, so I think it'd be fun if on this one, we just kind of make it like, it's like our greatest hits, but we make every single <laughs> one our greatest hit. And we recap, basically, what were some like the cool lessons learned we took away from each episode? What were like some neat reflections we have looking back on them? Would we have done anything differently about any episodes? What do we love most about some of the episodes? And then, yeah, just like taking a walk down memory lane and highlighting some of the, the best times of season one. Oh, man. Do you remember the first episode we recorded? It was, I think, in my basement in mm -hmm. December. Mm -hmm. We decided to talk about routines and schedules. We ended up calling it It's a Balance because it was the famous beginning of Jake's classic line of It's a Balance, man. <laughs> Which it's really true. kicked off a huge theme for so many other episodes as well. Mm. Well, and I'll say that It's a Balance... It somehow whether i meant it to or not that became a theme for this year for me and probably moving forward because i can't tell you how many scenarios this past year doesn't matter the topic where at some point i've ine inevitably said you know what you got to balance it though it's a balance <laughs> and i think it's true i think that's probably so moving forward that's probably going to continue to be a theme for me mm. but came through nicely yeah i feel like it was definitely a recurring thought for like most of the year most episodes that we recorded you know but man I, one of the favorite things i remember from this episode well okay i've got two things one was a lot of people loved our discussion about shower time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we just like went into an unordinary amount of time of discussing our showers and like everything from meditation to temperature to like whatever there was a that was one of the fan faves but also we had a, a tagline <laughs> we called jake militant like an absurd amount oh, and then we yeah. also kept <laughs> jake brought up the uh, concept of sustenance as a way of describing like <laughs> the historic origins of habits and uh yeah that was our just like tagline for that one that was that was a good episode it's kind of it's fun to me to think about that recording that episode and now looking at where we're at now and how mm -hmm. the you know what we've done looking back that was the start of it all december last year that that began so i've got to ask how similar have we been maintaining those same habits that we described as like morning routines and night routines 
Oh, well, man. it's different now. Yeah, I yeah. think life has changed. I am not getting up at 5 a.m. anymore or whatever I said. I don't remember what I said. <laughs> yeah. I'm not getting up at 5 a.m. That's a, that's a perfect example. But yeah, it's the world changed and we adapted to that. For sure. You know, it's funny is like, I think my schedule changed where I used to wake up a little bit later, but now I've been waking up around like 6 a.m. like on the weekdays and then on the weekends, it's like 8 a.m. And so I feel like it's flopped now to where I'm waking up early in the morning, doing the morning exercise mm. and then continuing through my day. And then I don't know what Jake's doing anymore. <laughs> He's not waking up at 5 a.m. Well, no, it's it's everything. I think as a whole, everything has stayed the same in terms of activities done in a day. Mm. They've all just maybe switched places. Mm. So same things are getting achieved, just yeah. at different different time frames. So all the fans have been asking, everyone's tweeting out at Wayman, do you still yell at your Google Home Mini every morning? <laughs> Absolutely. Good. That's that's what everyone was hoping to hear. Yeah. <laughs> I think for myself personally, I remember just being like, yeah, I have absolutely no schedule and structure. I still am that way for sure. But I have a reason why now I figured out I have, uh, well, I discovered recently I have a circadian rhythm sleep disorder. So that explains a lot of like Whoa. <laughs> oh. why I uh, was describing everything as just like totally off balance and whack and never having a schedule ever. That's uh, that's a big reason why. <laughs> so I wish I would have known that going into recording episode one, but now I know, you know, you learn but these things over time. That's the fun part about doing the recap, yeah. especially a 2020 recap episode. Now mm -hmm. we get to see how, what stuck, what didn't, <laughs> you know, what's, what's completely changed. Yeah. I think one thing that we always got to remember is that in this episode, we really found out that Wayman loves cooking. So I think that was... Uh. That's one that just stood out in this episode. But anyways, to go back to what Jake's saying uh, about, you know, seeing how things played out throughout the year, that flows nicely into episode two, which was plan with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. You know, what's, what's really funny about that is we ended the episode with accountabilities so we could send it off into 2020. And then we recorded that one in January, like early January. So it was very much like a New Year's resolution type of episode. And I, I, I think one of the funny things about this is not that I disagree with this entirely, but it was really funny to hear Jake say like, man, 2020 is going to be an amazing year. <laughs> 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 and just to like look back at that and be like, wow, like, you know, that was definitely like a pre-COVID time. But anyways... <laughs> Do you guys still feel the same about some of the things that you've said in that episode with a plan with the flow, you know, that the striking the balance between planning a ton or having a flexible schedule, how much do you plan? How far do you plan ahead? That kind of stuff. Dude. Yeah. So this is super cool. It's just, it's funny how things kind of work out. Everything's connected, man. But that exact concept of us or I guess I said um, 2020 is going to be great as we were talking in an episode about planning with the flow and then yeah. everything happened. It's just so <laughs> perfect. Um, I still hold, I think a lot of good things did come from 2020, even though this was definitely a more challenging year for everyone mm -hmm. in the world. One thing that definitely changed, I think it's truly for me again, that planning with the flow. 
Mm-hmm. Someone as I was it this episode or the or is episode three is one of them where we were joking about you know meeting a meeting a woman uh, immediately envisioning yeah, a future in one. Tijuana <laughs> yeah yeah oh, yeah. Okay. yeah this is yeah. episode two we were talking so, about predicting the future and yeah. you were just like going off on these wild ideas yeah yeah or think way too far in advance and you don't appreciate the present twenty twenty for me really really taught me the value of taking it day by day and yeah. just waking up and just going, okay, this is what we got today. Let's just make it through today. And then we'll do the same thing tomorrow instead of doing this, man, I, oh God, if I do this, then when I'm 40, then I'm, you know, mm-hmm. completely, it, it cut out a lot of that, which is really fascinating to me. You know, another thing everyone's been tweeting about as well at Wayman, they're still wondering if you're still doing Rosetta Stone Intermediate. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, no. Uh I'm I'm like almost done with intermediate. I'm about to get into advanced level. It's just this this year has been so hard on just <laughs> creating that plan yeah. and flow wow. and timing. It's I think that's the one thing I, I've been learning right now is like I am a planner, but at the same time I keep forgetting to add things into my calendar for Google. So Google doesn't yell at me when I have something to do. Mm-hmm. So now I have to like, I'm really working on nailing everything down. And then also, you know, from episode one, it's a balance, right? So I have to like balance every all my schedules from work to the podcast to all the other events as well. And then, you know, Rosetta Stone, I'm trying to get into advance <laughs> so I can actually take my English literacy uh, <laughs> test. I, I think my pronunciation is really good, right? I yeah, think. you've been nailing it. Thank you. I appreciate that. I can't believe, I genuinely believe that you were doing Rosetta Stone. No. (laughs) Yeah. And that was, oh man, looking back on that episode, I love, like I could probably play it off as if that was all a joke, but deep down inside, I know I was genuinely believing it all. (laughs) Well, that's that's what I didn't understand is taking Rosetta Stone for what? They're like, oh, for English. And I'm like, Why? You clearly, you clearly know the language. What? What is like? That was uh, that was a famous line from Jake. Uh, you are U.S. manufactured in Chattanooga, Tennessee. <laughs> in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, That's man. where Wayman came from, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Oh, uh, I think in this episode too, we really learned that um, Wayman loves cooking. I think that was one of the big takeaways. Uh, <laughs> No, also, Jake, in this one, you were talking about conversations with your parents. Yeah. So, I mean, that's something that changed for me in 2022, which is really cool. Um, having, yeah, because this episode, I was like, yeah, I never really have a life talk with my folks that I walk away going like, sweet, awesome. I'm feeling good. <laughs> Most of the time I walk away going, okay, great. Here's a checklist of all the ways I need to be better. Um, but that's changed. Because of the whole situation, just in the world and working remotely from home and stuff, I was able to go back to New York and spend six weeks there um, and just work and just hang out with my parents. And we had a number of deep talks and it was super great. I felt really good. The lesson here for me was that context is key Hmm. because what happens is, and I think this ties into kind of why we started this podcast as a whole, because you need long form conversations. doesn't matter what the topic is to dive in and really figure out other people's perspectives, what they're trying to achieve, why they think the way that they do. Just for example, I'll talk to my parents usually for an hour every two weeks. uh, And there's a lot to cover. Nice. Yeah. 
over two weeks. So in that hour conversation, you know, there's little 10 minute topics, topic Mm -hmm. uh, snippets. You can't really dive into a topic and understand different perspectives or talk things through in 10 minutes. You, what you need (laughs) is you need a long conversation and the freedom to move around that conversation and just in hash it out essentially. And that was the coolest thing. I was able to do that in New York. And I, I feel like I learned more or understood my parents' perspective on things more. I feel like that that was mutual. They understand kind of where I'm coming from and what I'm trying to do as I move through life. So that is something that switched, which was super cool. So I'm Dang, grateful nice. for that. Shout out to mom and dad. Again, I I feel like I shout out my parents every single episode, but well, yeah, why not? I mean, they're our biggest fans. (laughs) No, but so now going into those hour long conversations every two weeks, like, do you guys, does it feel a little different now or like easier to understand each other now? I think so because there's understanding on the easiest way that I can simplify it down is just knowing that if we cover something for 10 minutes, it's to keep not not like emotions ever flared, but just for the sake of example, just keep emotions in check during a 10 minute topic conversation because there's a mutual understanding that there's a lot more on either side. Mm. And let's dig into it later. But like right now, you know, don't don't it's the same concept of don't make a judgment based off of a, you know, a 30 second interaction. Just mm. recognize that this is a very short snippet with limited information, essentially. No doubt, dude. Beautiful thing conversations are wonderful things. That's why we're here. (laughs) Yes. And that's why it's awesome to recap all these things because holy cow, we've had a lot of really cool conversations. Reviewing this, I've been pleasantly surprised. Like, man, these are solid. This is good. It's so like good to look back and remember things that we learned. Like for instance, in this one, we talked about testing our North Star, which is like a general direction Ah. that we have in life and how much that has been a part of our lives. I think like career-wise, that's a big thing for us where we've all tried a lot of different things and been exploring different avenues of where our life could go and what we like want to dig our passions into. Man, it's cool to look back on. And another funny thing about the end of this episode of two was we had these accountability measures that we set up for each other for 2020. So let's recap that real quick. Wayman, you wanted to be an entrepreneur. Like that was like the big thing for 2020 for you. How do you feel about this now? Uh, actually, pretty good. I started a side gig, like a, yeah. like a side. I, I, it's not business yet, but it it's going to be. It's starting to flourish right now. So mm. I'm I'm doing thing called WTF Culinary. Yeah. Um, with with Jake and you know with some help of some other friends too. As uh, like you and Jake were in a photo shoot for a cookbook that people can <laughs> can grab, which is cool. Totally. Uh, um, and it's just, you know, I, I started this thing thinking of how do you make food more accessible to people to do instead of it being just as a subsidence uh, or sustenance for your for your life, like fuel, mm-hmm. we should be able to enjoy food as like a journey or like as an experience. So I wanted to kind of bring that in. And then hopefully next year in 2021, I could start doing like more pop-ups and a little bit more cooking. Right now it's been, I've been doing a lot of private gigs, so private chefing. And then I just taught a class recently at um, a fitness center, which was really cool. Dude, that's so exciting. Dang. So uh, you followed through. That's awesome. (laughs) Fortunately for my accountability measure in 2020, 
I did not follow through. <laughs> I said I really wanted to create a nonprofit. Um, I didn't. <laughs> Instead, though, my life took a cool turn and a company that I had been really excited about that's basically a nonprofit or non-for-profit, whatever you want to call it, that I had had my eye on for like three plus years, I was finally able to connect with and I got a job there. So that was nice. <laughs> that was a cool like pivot in my life in 2020. So yeah, I didn't didn't do what I said in that episode, but you know, I, I still feel okay with it because <laughs> I think I probably still will someday. But uh, things just things just pivoted, you know. But that's how life. I feel like that's how life works. A lot of time, ask anyone. You you set your sights on this goal, and sometimes you'll get there, or maybe eventually you get there. But you've got those little offshoots or mm -hmm. en route and route to this goal, you actually find this goal. And mm -hmm. so, so I think that's super cool though, that with your new job, it's still aligned. It may not yeah. be you starting it on your own, but it's still yeah. aligned, which is great. Yeah. And also, yeah, it's like maybe three years from now, I'll see myself <laughs> like attaining this goal. Whereas like three years prior, when I was originally wanting to work for this company, you know, I didn't get it, you know, so it's, it's just funny how that plays out too. Timing. Yeah. Maybe down the line, but okay. So Jake, yours was to challenge yourself to go back to the creative realm. So how's that been going this year? So that's also something that I think is a little bit of an offshoot in terms of like current job and current career. We didn't make it there. Mm -hmm. However, we have next steps and there's a direction that I'm currently exploring, but we'll save that for next year's uh, podcast Ooh. for 2021. So there's opportunity there. However, steps that I have taken toward it, though, too, is I I branded myself now as a uh, digital designer. So I have my own mm. brand, finally, a website put up, and I'm starting to get some work in. You know, Wayman and I are working hand in hand with WTF Culinary. And then on the side, too, I'm starting to get clients for design projects. Mm. So steps are maybe maybe a little bit similar to you david where i'm moving towards the creative realm not quite the path that i initially intended or thought but we're mm. we're running parallel so we're going yeah. the same direction but we're running parallel right now <laughs> it is super exciting to witness yeah big shout out to the projects you guys have been working on throughout the year and uh if any of our fans haven't seen these things yet oh man you got to check them out Oh man. Oh, this episode too. It just is a final like tag on for the second one. This is where we named ourselves. It's funny because we recorded, I think three episodes before we ever started releasing or <laughs> like publicly, uh, I don't know, like what do you publishing? I don't know. Yeah. Publishing. Yeah. We're like officially branding ourselves. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so that, this episode was the one we came up with the name recorded therapy sessions in. And it was just funny because literally it was Jake saying, these are basically, I don't know, recorded therapy sessions. It's <laughs> like, maybe that's what we should name it. And that's how it happened. Yeah. So episode, uh, yeah, three was a fan favorite. It was also <laughs> one of our favorites as well. We talked about aging, maturing, and committing. Yeah. Uh, we tried to define maturity in various ways. And then we tried to describe, you know, how we're really bad at predicting things in life. <laughs> or as Jake said, so you're just telling us that we're stupid. <laughs> 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 and, uh, <laughs> you know, we, yeah, we discuss 
unlimited choices and freedom of choices makes things ridiculously difficult because we set ridiculous expectations and then we have endless trajectories and paths and then we're overwhelmed by the possibility of man what are we supposed to commit to ah geez commitment that was actually yeah that's probably the episode in a nutshell ah geez commitment (laughs) that's exactly how i remember that episode going too so it's perfect (laughs) no it was cool though i think at the end we were like no Full send commitment. That's it. Be all in. You know, that was like a a big major takeaway. Don't just half ass it anywhere. Full send into whatever you're going to commit to and then pivot when you need to. Have we done that? Uh, I mean, I started, you know, WTF Culinary. And then, yeah, I've just been kind of working at it, kind of understanding the ins and outs of business. And now it's more of just like, yeah, I'm committed to doing this project doing this i guess business and then hopefully seeing the uh, fruits of the labor come out soon Mm. how about you jake well i think part of it depends on how we define fully committing because it's not like it's not like i quit my job and started uh, a company or something Mm -hmm. i guess in my mind that's kind of what i think about when i think of full send full commitment but i think this year i fully committed to the creative pathway Dude, we see it too. That's legit. Thank you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Woo. (laughs) So episode four, it was called Take a Stab at It. In this one, it was like somewhat of a bit of improv, but it was also a sense of getting really into our recorded therapy. And we just took a moment to dive into what we've been ruminating or thinking on most in life. One of the things we got into was called self-efficacy, which is this idea of building up those affirmations through things like demonstrating to yourself your progress on small victories, kind of trying to disprove your own belittling or limiting beliefs, figuring out ways to build up your confidence, which those actually led into another episode with uh, Colton, which we'll get into later. But it was cool. What we ended up doing was we were like, okay, let's make a list of all of our limiting beliefs which was the things that like you just you think that you can't do them you just assume that you're not capable of them for whatever reasons right we said okay that's our homework we're going to we're going to try and tackle that one cuz in that next episode in number 5 we actually ended up going through those limiting beliefs and then unraveling that so in episode 5 we called it i can't do it which was this idea yeah. that you know that's like a low sense of self-efficacy where you're belittling yourself by thinking you know no i, I just i can't do that i'm not capable of these things but yeah we, we were all supposed to bring our own list of like 10 things <laughs> i think each of us only ended up sharing one but uh <laughs> it's so cool to discuss just generally how we shared a lot of experiences of breaking through mental barriers into more of a freeing mindset that really revealed to ourselves like we're way more capable than we were selling ourselves short on. You know what I mean? Do you guys remember some of these things? Like, uh, Jake, I think you were bringing up how you were able to run, you know, like way further than you ever thought that you could in ways that you never expected before. And so that was like one of the barriers you broke this year in 2020, right? Yeah, because I think prior prior to this year, the most I'd ever run at one time was probably three to four miles. I think I had a random longer one, but yeah, running for the longest time. I remember I was going, no, I hate running. I'll mm-hmm. never be a runner. And I've never done more than three to four miles. And all of a sudden, Kyler here's got me going on these half marathons. <laughs> yeah, so that, was, that was just the best example. 
that I had for that whole concept of, you know, self-limiting beliefs. Yeah. I think another part of this episode from that was about how do we approach exposure and learning and becoming more familiar with things that we are struggling to envision ourselves being capable of. So we, we kind of talked a little bit about like how much time do we spend thoroughly researching things before we feel comfortable diving into something and whether or not we're just the type of person who just like jumps in oh. and makes like experiential based decision making versus super thorough, like research backed decision making. And a lot of this tied into, so <laughs> in this one, Wayman called the, the North Star, your golden goose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I love that one. So uh, it, it was kind of this idea of like, yeah, when we're, when we're maybe wanting to pursue our golden goose or, or test our North Star and all that. Are we spending a lot of time in this learning phase of like research or are we just jumping in experiencing things and trying to learn from the experiences themselves even before we might get super comfortable and familiar with the context? Do you remember that? So to help frame it, this was the episode that we talked about the video game manual back in the day, right? Yeah. Like you would get oh, the instructions geez. and then we all were talking about what did you do with that instruction book? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that's what that just, I remember that. I was like, that was a video game instruction episode. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, man, that was fun. It was also an episode where <laughs> we had a tangent about websites that are like blogs for recipes and how oh, people just go off yeah. on stupid stories in the beginning. What a good time. Anyways, <laughs> moving along, we have episode six, which was called Awareness, Adaptation, and Authenticity. Man, this one was really cool. Honestly, I look back at this one, I think now it's probably one of my favorites because it's become more and more relevant in my life. And I've just like witnessed situations and had good conversations around this one with other people. So we talked about a lot of different things, such as different roles we play in life, different sides of ourself that we might show, different personas that we might have, different faces, different like aspects of our life, different contexts in which we might shift a little bit or change ourselves or try to adapt. And it was kind of like putting that in line with the question of, well, how much adaptation, well, like, yeah, striking a balance between being true to yourself, which is like the authenticity bit, and the other balance of being more aware of other people, empathetic and understanding and trying to adapt to your situation. And just like, yeah, striking the balance there. Man, I, I love this conversation, but do you guys have any uh, captivating thoughts from that one that you're like, man, I just love talking about this, or it was like, you would say something differently or anything like that? I think this one may be one of the more consistent topics or themes from this past year for me because i know this is something that we talked about is how do you stay true to yourself but stay open-minded taking other people's opinions and i feel like i've been doing that through 2020 but also becoming more grounded in in me and like what makes what makes jake jake and what are those non-negotiables where where's the room to be flexible mm-hmm. and open-minded but where's the where's the spot I'm going, no, this is core to me. And this is what I need to stick by to make sure that I stay true to myself. I don't think a lot has changed there. I think that's been moving along at a good rate, I guess, or something (laughs) that I'm thinking about every day as I move forward. Yeah, no, I think this one is still the area of, of opportunity that I still need to work on because I still create those masks in order to like appease, Mm. appease people in a way. 
And like, it's not that I'm trying to like, not like try to serve them, right? It's not like, you know, royalty and peasant type situation. I don't know why I'm using these, that analogy, <laughs> but it's, it, it just in my mind, that's what popped up. But yeah. it's more of like, I want to keep cultivating this relationship because there's certain things that I do enjoy, but there are things that I have to give up that to me as a, as an individual, I don't enjoy talking about. And if it does come up, I just kind of like, haha, brush it off type situation. But just, I, I think this episode, it's like kind of like, for me, it's like calling out your voice in a way. And and that's just something mm. that I'm trying to to work on on myself. That's cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll hold you accountable to that and check in with you on this later in uh, 2021. <laughs> that sounds good. I would enjoy that. Yeah. You'll just be like, hey, What's your voice like these days? You know, <laughs> are you finding that? Yeah, man, really this, this episode was good. It was a good reflection for me as well, just in terms of what do I tend to do? Am I overly seeking to just be understood in such a way that I'm like giving way to where I'm hiding things that are more difficult for others to understand or yeah, just trying to tap into that concept of authenticity. But one of the things on the flip side of that was the risk that we might take if we're super digging into this concept of being true to the self where we might use that as an excuse to not change or adapt when it might be appropriate to. Right. I think that might be a little bit relevant this year in particular (laughs) (laughs) as I think it's been a call out for a lot of, I'd say progress for humanity to say like, Hey, like we need to keep changing. We need to adapt. And if people are digging in and not adapting, which this goes into episode nine, jumping the gun and shedding the skin, we'll get into that. But yeah, so just learning that adaptation and evolution is an essential thing to do. And if we have this concept of a fixed self, we run the risk of never allowing that change. So Mm. yeah, but before we get into episode nine, episode seven was birds of a feather flock together. And this one was friendships. We described how we thought we were able to maintain our longest lasting friendships throughout life and like what makes up those most solid connections that we have. Can I just say <laughs> yeah, go, that jump I love this title that, that you guys came up with, The Birds of a Feather Flock Together. That was probably one of my favorite titles that we've ever used for, <laughs> oh, yeah. for our podcast. Yeah, Jake was saying it in the middle of the episode. We, we never named the episodes until like <laughs> after we've listened to them. But in this until one, Until it's yeah. Wayman going... We got to release it in an hour. What's the name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, and then we're all looking back. Yeah, but in this one, yeah, Jake, you were talking about just relatability and this idea of maintaining connection and deeply knowing each other and relatability being an essential part of friendship, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think part of that too was shared experience mm. or shared goals or views or something wherever you're at in life, I think something that I've learned more and more about, it's kind of indicative to the people that you'll eventually become friends with, or maybe work with or surround yourself with, uh, which is still a very interesting concept to me that I think about a ton. Just, And I, I honestly can't remember if we talked about it in this episode, but if I look at my living trajectory, where in my in my life, I guess just overall, I've lived in three main areas. And I have three different sets of friends, mm. which is still fascinating. And I'm still trying to wrap my head fully around why that's the case. <laughs> well, it's just cool. I mean, it, I think a part of that just reflects the fact that you've intentionally sought to like maintain 
friendships throughout the years. I think that's a really cool thing that a lot of people don't realize takes a lot of deliberate intention, you know? Yeah. So of the things that we were describing that helped maintain relationships, women, you were describing it as that alignment, which I think is similar to that shared values sorts of thing and relatability. And you also described like mutual respect being an essential part. I was describing things like traditions or bonding experiences like games. And then we also talked about, so for Jake, a big thing for you is like, I got to see my friends at least just like once a year, but also video games too were a theme for all of us. And then just messaging and communication through either normal messages or phone calls or Zoom chats or whatever it might be, or even just like social media reminders that say, oh, hey, yeah, you should check in on that person. But yeah, man, good lessons from that one. Good uh, things to keep in mind as we're sometimes a little bit, you know, like quarantined. (laughs) And we're like, yeah, we got to maintain these things through these different ways. Yeah. Put effort, put time and effort and energy into your friends. Especially 2020, I think that taught all of us that and all of us being, you know, humanity as a whole. Yeah. That's a big one that I've had to work on just because with all the projects and work and stuff that I got going on, I always have something to do. And I go, man, no, I got to work on this project. I've got this deadline for whatever. And then I have friends that, you know, even like making a point to play video games for an hour or an hour and a half (laughs) every other week or something, just putting time and effort into friends because that's mm-hmm. important. That's a that's going to be a big focus of mine moving forward and go, yeah, it's not going to kill me if I play video games for an hour and a half, which is probably, <laughs> you know, like instead of doing something, quote, productive, right? Because mm-hmm. so, yeah. it is productive. Your friends are, you know, it's important. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of important friends, in our eighth episode, we grabbed our good friend Colton and threw him on. That was so much fun, man. So that was the first time we had a guest on the podcast. Yeah. That one was called Ego, Growth, and Jiu-Jitsu. And holy cow, that was super cool. It was like a fascinating discussion that revolved around kind of a like somewhat vulnerable look at how in Colton's life and in our lives as well, we've seen moments of our growth journey throughout just like exploring times where we might either like have a really low moment in life and we're striving for external validation and it's like a very ego focused thing or like a need for community. And then just like this journey of growth that we take towards maybe finding a skill that we can focus on and building that up and building progress and building confidence. And man, that was a really cool episode to just learn a lot about Colton's perspectives on these things. And then just, yeah, a cool reflection on how we've kind of been able to make the most of some difficult situations and turn them into moments of growth and, you know, killing our ego as we're creating a more confident version of ourselves, you know? Punching your ego right in the face and being like, not today, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> so in episode nine, we called that one, jump the gun, shed the skin. This one was cool because we actually, we were discussing 2020 itself. So this one was a little bit more meta. It was a lot about adaptation and evolution. So as the world's changing around us, you know, we got to change too. And this was a cool one where Jake, you give the analogy of, you know, 2020 is like a a snake shedding its skin. You know, you remember that? Oh yeah. Like the world with everything going on, it's the world going like, okay, we need to burn everything, start over. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's, that was a takeaway. Burn everything. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, this one was kind of cool too. So at one point we just got to another accountability state where we're like, yo, let's hold some accountability to each of us. Wayman, yours was 
a financial goal. It was to have a safety net of you know X number of dollars in your bank account in preparation for your entrepreneurial endeavors, as I'll call them. How's that been coming along? I mean, I haven't I haven't reached the goal yet, mm-hmm. but just kind of flying in tangent with what I'm doing right now, currently right now, I think it's it's going. That's the best way to put it. It's going. I think it'll get there like pretty soon. Mm. So I did not make this goal, unfortunately. Hey man, there's always 2021 full send. <laughs> it's going to be a crazy good year. Jake, in this one, you said I'm going to be debt-free by March. And you said I'm going to build up my resume, my website, my portfolio, all those sorts of things. How'd that come? I think this is a good reminder to make sure to celebrate the wins. Because if I look at 20, like we were just talking about a couple episodes ago where we were going, well, did we full send? Did we commit? You know, we've got some uh, some yeses and nos. But when I look at the question that you just asked me, I achieved a lot. Yeah, July, I paid off my last loan of any sort. So in July, nice. I became debt-free. Um, I have a website and a portfolio. I've got creative work coming in. And like I'd mentioned, Dude. I've got a potential pathway for the actual current job and career path. So when I look at it that way, nice. I'm going, okay, actually didn't do too bad. Super solid, dude. Man, can we just shout out Jake's cool portfolio? Check that baby out. Can we shout out too? Check out <laughs> WTF Culinary. <laughs> Woo. If you want to like get some salivation going, just get your mouth watering and drooling. Check out those freaking photos from this crew over here. <laughs> yes. In if- that cookbook. Oh my gosh. If there's anything that we can plug on this from Wayman's or Creative Projects, it's it's WTF Culinary's Wayman's first cookbook that had his work, his handiwork in it, recipes. Mm-hmm. I designed it all. Mirko took amazing photos of the food. And yeah. David was there and he provided the ambiance <laughs> along with our friend Kristen and Tom and Vlad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Great episode. Yeah, and I think one of the cool things that ended that episode was we, we wanted to spend like half the time going through fan questions, but really that ended up just being, we only had time for one question. We rolled the <laughs> dice and landed on Judy Alvarez's question, which was, what do you look for in a prospective spouse? Mrs. Alvarez. That was so much fun. Oh man. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't even think there's anything we need to say about that other than that was fun. Like, I love that. <laughs> We we put each other on the spot of just like, all right, let's talk about it. Like, <laughs> and the big and let's not forget the biggest takeaway for Wayman and looking for his future wife is that she has to have long hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I still that was fun. We need to do more of those. But that's it's it's so indicative of our personalities. When you look at even something simple like what do you look for in a woman or or a partner or a spouse or anything? And the first things that come to mind for all of us, we're all different. I think yeah. that speaks volumes about our personalities and everything, but that was just what was so funny about Wayman. It's just the first <laughs> thing like think about your your perfect future wife. What's going on? He's the first thing, long hair. Next <laughs> next question. <laughs> oh yeah man so yeah and and also in this episode i think another cool takeaway from this was you know wayman just really loves culinary uh (laughs) (laughs) 
And you know what? Into episode 10, we'll just get right into it. Making it a beautiful 10 for 10. We also talked about Wayman's food. <laughs> Rest assured, every episode, we will cover that. Guaranteed or your money back. Just kidding. No one's paying for this. <laughs> so our next guest was Selena. Delina. And we had a dope episode oh. of 10 that we split into three parts because it was such a long, good conversation, man. So first part, we discussed weddings. What a fascinating thing. Who knew there could be someone who is so, how do you even describe this? Such a talented wedding crasher. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Honestly, Ooh. remarkable. You know, the common theme that I realized with all of it is because obviously she gets invited to a lot of weddings, but then on a related note, same but different, she's big into throwing parties. And so uh, maybe I'd even sum it up to just celebration. So mm. it's almost like she's got this celebratory energy just in general, whether it's for herself or her birthday, for her friends or random people that she finds at a bar or at least pre-COVID at 1 a.m. And they're going, yeah. you're, you're going to come to my wedding. <laughs> she's like she's like done so that's it's in her calendar <laughs> yeah that's a super interesting concept she just puts out so much celebratory yeah energy i think that the universe kind of gives it back to her then and that's why she goes to so many weddings and gets invited yeah to dude you're right too and, and another thing we talked about along those lines was how she has this very like cheerleader approach to her social media as well yeah that was something yeah. we dived in into quite a bit which was like you know how to use social media in a like healthy mindset mm -hmm. and uh yeah that was a big part of it was if you're just if you're like selena and constantly celebrating everyone else what a better beautiful place to be than like i mean i imagine her super diverse and awesome instagram is <laughs> and just like constantly yeah, just encouraging other people and just getting excited about celebrating other people. Man, that's really cool. So a part of that too was discussing like, well, for one, her diverse online world that she's able to create and cultivate versus, you know, sometimes a little bit less diverse world that we might exist in outside. And we also talked about Boise a little bit. We talked about how sometimes we can get in the trap of assuming that we're in bubbles. Yeah. And then it was so much fun talking about themes. Yes, that's what that's where I got the biggest takeaways. Oh my gosh. And her beautifully put concept of there are two years in every year, one mm. being your birthday to your another birthday and the other being New Year's to New Year's and just intentionally setting out thematic chapters to your own life. Man, that was so cool. Have you guys done that yourself yet? Uh, or have like planned for these things? Or have you planned out like a really cool birthday theme for yourself yet? So like... Not not really, but kind of. I was actually talking to Selena about this maybe two weeks ago or so. Because so in March is my 30th birthday. And so I was going, you know, should I usher in this new chapter or this new decade yeah. by you know by doing something? And the thought that I had is, you know, right now, for folks that never seen me, my hair is longer than shoulder length right now. I have no intentions of cutting it, but I was like, you know, should I cut my hair on my 30th birthday? Or like should I, what should I do? So I went yeah. to the the theme expert, Selena. I said, <laughs> I said, Selena, what would you? I was like, should I cut my hair? What should I do? And the overwhelming response, I put a poll on Instagram too. And I was going, do I cut my hair my 30th or no? Majority, overwhelming majority was like, do not cut your hair. So I guess <laughs> nice. I, according to the population, it's going to stay. But I, I've started thinking, I, I haven't set a theme yet for the next year. I mean, I know what my goals are. 
I guess what I should do is try to combine that into a, a theme or embody it in some way, kind of like what she was talking about. So we're working on it. Yeah. How about you, Raymond? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, I haven't thought about a theme yet. I think like how she said, oh, that like she had uh, like a, oh crap, what's that thing called? It's like for funerals, like a awake awake yes <laughs> oh yeah that was popular by the way i had a number of people reach out go like did she seriously have a wake for a birthday party that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> like i like i like that that theme like i like that because it's like almost like a phoenix right it's just like 29 jake you and i are our same age trends right we're, we're gonna be 30 next year yeah yeah so it's like almost like a phoenix where we're rising from the ashes and creating like this new version of ourselves in a way. Super <laughs> metal. That was more of a metal screech, not yeah, necessarily. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> it's like you're conjuring something scary. <laughs> that's that's it. What about you, David? That's no, that's a theme. That's your oh. theme. It's metal. <laughs> yeah. That's been the theme of my life, metal. Always. That'll never that'll never change. Yeah. Your hair is definitely metal now. Oh my guy. Thank you. It means so much. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I've been thinking about it. I think for 2020, I was really thinking, man, I'm gonna pour myself into creative endeavors. And I, I think I achieved that pretty well. I think I didn't full send in all the ways that I expected. Like I thought I was gonna make a lot more videos this year and stuff like that, but I didn't. But I did make a lot of cool things. You know, you know how life is a little bit unpredictable, but I'm thinking in 2021, my hopes and expectations are to shape it as a year or the, the chapter I would call it as cultivating community and a big focus on a series of projects that I have that I've been, uh, you know, munching on that I'm like, man, it'd be really cool to create this type of community, this type of community, and just how to like develop that. So I'm also teasing this for <laughs> not uh, fully elaborating on what I mean by that. But yeah, I think, yeah, Selena helped me, in, inspired me to really put a title to this, this upcoming chapter. So cultivating Thank community. You. Thank you, Selena, for the, yeah. for the insights. So that wraps it up. Those were 10 juicy episodes from recorded therapy sessions. What a freaking cool season. So much fun. Oh, man. I, for one, just want to take a moment in this time of reflection to say like, hey, to you two, we're all really good friends. And I think the cool thing about this, though, is like it really demonstrated and taught me that setting aside and dedicating this time that we've had to just like have really good quality conversations has just been super bonding and connecting for me in a way that's been amazing. So I've been like learning a ton about you guys, but also about myself in these moments where we're having these vulnerable self-disclosure conversations and like, man, I hope it's been as amazing and mutually beneficial for you all as it has been for me. Cause like, what a cool thing. I mean, I'm not sure we had a ton of expectations from the outset, but man, whew, it's super cool to find that it turned into something really exciting, wonderful, and like super solid and something I'm proud of, but also something I'm like, gosh, it's been amazing and helpful for me and really cool, man. I don't know. I don't know what else to say other than, yeah, I love it. It's been really awesome. Thanks you guys. Yeah. And I'll back that up just to, from the first time that we had this idea eating in David's old, old place, 
talking about it and then seeing it come to life. And then I kind of think this year had a full scope because we came up with the idea and then we just kind of sat on it for a while. And then about a year ago, we said, no, wait, let's do it. Then we got super hyped about it and release, 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 recorded all about it. Mm -hmm. And then life happened. We got busy summer. Then we really dipped off. And then we have, so we've, we kind of, we've gone through the full spectrum of peaks and valleys and and valleys, I think. So moving forward, I'm excited because I know I, for one, like David, like you said, I've super enjoyed this. I think it's taken all of our friendships kind of to the next level. And then also while at the same time creating almost this tangible thing, because I just know mm. throughout, you know, and shout out to everyone who's actually listened to us. <laughs> yeah. Just ramble about life. <laughs> yeah. Cause I've learned a lot of things and I think there's been more than one occasion where I'd randomly find out that someone that I never expect is listening to it was listening to it. And they actually mm. found value in us just running our mouths. And <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, so that's super, (laughs) that's super cool to me. And I think that there is something here. And so I know on average, our, our listenership, we probably have like 30 listeners or something, but hopefully for 2021, we're going to double it. We're going to get this. Yeah, big. We are are aiming big. (laughs) That's a full sign commitment, huh? That's right. Yeah. I mean, one of my goals is to really commit to uh, RTS and I know. The three of us, obviously, we've talked about in our business meetings, (laughs) but but yeah, so long story short, I'm thankful for everyone that's actually listened to it. I'm thankful for David. I'm thankful for Wayman and the fact that three creative people are doing a pretty cool creative project. Yeah, this has been a really fun project in general, for sure. I think... Sorry, I'm like I'm like a little bit emotional right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is like uh, it's it's really hard. But um, no, honestly, I think the nice thing about these these podcasts is one they're recorded, so I can always re- reflect back to them on like Spotify, listening to them while I'm working, and then kind of remember what I'm trying to do, like goal wise, and you know, also make you know be accountable for our friendship, right? Just making sure that we also hit our goals and we support each other as as much as we can. Um, I'm, I'm definitely excited for next year or just the upcoming season. I think it's going to be a, a hell of a good one. And yeah, I just hope that we can create this community that we can then kind of grow and as a group, you know, hopefully flourish and succeed in what we want to do in life. Dog bless. That's it. Dude, no, I am really stoked. Woo, season two. We've got some delicious content coming through, man. I'm so excited about it. And also it's fun. If we, if you guys listen back through a lot of our episodes, we'll like leave a a hanging thought of like, oh yeah. In a future podcast, we're going to have to have this conversation (laughs) and discuss it. (laughs) And we never did. So (laughs) looking back, I I wrote some of those down. I'm like, yeah, we really should. And man, I'm excited about some of those. So ah, I can't wait to get into it. I think as we move forward, what we can mm-hmm. promise everyone in the three of us have talked about it for next season, which will start next year, we are going to provide consistency. We are going to not go through releasing six episodes in six weeks. And then all of a sudden you don't hear from us for three months. Uh, <laughs> we are going to set schedules. We are yeah. going to release consistent content, whether it's the episode itself or on social media. And again, I think it's important because, you know, I don't think people even know what our kind of mission statement is for this. 
But our mission statement for the podcast is we start conversations with each other in hopes that you do the same. So that's something that I really want to make sure we still lean into is let's talk about things. The three of us will talk about it. And we hope that it sparks those conversations with your friends or your family or other people in general too. So, because as I kind of touched on earlier, I think the world is a beautiful place when we all just talk about things and what's going on and listen. Actually, that's that's probably the more important part. Talk <laughs> yeah. and listen to what others have to say to help shape your worldview. So that's my hope for this thing as we move forward with season three. Wow. All right, pals. Well, do we give it the old customary knucks and end our end season one? We done did it. That's it. All right. Okay. Three, two, one. Wow. Yeah, we'll edit it to make it sound way better. (laughs) (laughs) Classic. All right. That's that. That's that. That's the season. That's it. Season one in the books, in the library archives.